Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Hamashi Soriano. Hi, Hamashi. Hi, Bant. How are you? Great to be here. I'm really, really well, Hamashi. Thank you for joining us on Cage today. Hamashi is the APAC Managing Director for the Association for Financial Professionals. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about what the AFP actually works on. We'll be touching on some stuff about upskilling as well. But before we get into all of that, Hamashi, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Yeah, sure. Um, As Vance said, I'm Hamashi Soriano. I live uh, with my husband and two daughters in the amazing city of Singapore, um, where I serve as a managing director of APAC for the Association for Financial Professionals, AFP. So um, I began my career in corporate marketing, um, Mm -hmm. and then I moved over to the association not-for-profit space. Um, I stayed in marketing for many years because it was what I knew. Um, it felt safe. Um, there weren't at the time there weren't a lot of opportunities to advance in, at my organization, so I did what many people do in my position, and that was to get more education. So I earned um, an MBA from Johns Hopkins University in the U.S. And really, my biggest takeaway, I think, from that experience was learning to step out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. The MBA did a lot of that. There was a lot of public speaking that I was never really comfortable with. Um, A lot of projects that required working in teams and collaborating. So I really gained um, a great deal of technical knowledge, but the program really made it safe to um, take risks and develop soft skills and the confidence I needed to really move forward. Um, So I made the jump from marketing to business development and sales. And I have to say that upskilling and getting my MBA really gave me the confidence and uh, credibility to take on these new responsibilities. Um, I was building the strategy for my newly formed sales division. And our focus was really to grow um, the AFP certifications, AFPs as a whole, and training worldwide. So we Mm -hmm. knew that Asia made the most sense as a first step for global expansion. So in 2019, my family and I relocated to Singapore from the U.S. Where, That's awesome. Where I had Asia division. Well, yeah. I got to tell you, Singapore is probably one of my favorite places in the world. I've only had amazing experiences there. And so I'm very jealous of you. And so, Hamashi, I'd love to know a little bit more about just kind of the Association for Financial Professionals, what you guys are working on specifically, um, and stuff, some of the stuff that might excite you right now. Yeah, sure. Well, um, so I'm building the business here in APAC. So I, I pretty much have my hands in, in everything. So everything is kind of uh, different day to day. In the Association for Financial Professionals, we are a professional society. Uh, we're a certifying body. And really our mission is to advance the success of finance professionals and their organizations. So we have some great stuff. Um, I'm working on some exciting projects. Um, One thing I'm really excited about is um, this financial planning and analysis, also known as FP&A, advisory council that that we established about a year ago. So our members are leaders in FP&A from corporate finance teams all over Asia Pacific. 
We meet often to share expertise, thought leadership, um, network, and really better understand how FPNA is helping to shape um, decision making in organizations. So the FPNA Advisory Council helps AFP um, better understand how to serve our community here in the region. Mm-hmm. And by FPNA, that's financial planning and analysis, uh, right? Really focused on kind of sustainability focused planning. Correct. So, so FPNA is anyone that um, in a corporation that focuses on uh, budgeting, forecasting, um, data analytics, which is such a huge, huge um, kind of skill needed uh, within corporate finance teams. So mm-hmm. it's really those people that are um, helping to drive the organization forward, identify opportunities, um, really help with productivity, productivity and growth. So, you know, put put the whole association's uh, efforts and what you guys are working on into kind of a broader context for me. I mean, um, what are the challenges in the financial space right now in Asia? Is there a real struggle to get commonality and, you know, to use the same tools for financial planning and analysis? What's the what's the challenge and what's the opportunity? So I think I think the biggest challenge, you know, we're facing is obviously the global pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. Aside from from digital transformation and um, kind of technology, because that really technology really isn't the answer. It's 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 how your team is formed, and do you have the right skills on the team? But but going back to kind of the global pandemic, because I think that's really the biggest challenge yeah. um, that that companies and individuals are facing. And there's really so many levels of uncertainty. You know, we're really we're nearly two years into this, and the light at the end of the tunnel kind of feels different depending on where you are in the world. Um, so I think that, you know, like, I, I think the bottom line though is we're all kind of interconnected. So at AFP, we really feel the pain of our members, our certification holders and our organizations. And our duty and our commitment is to be a knowledge and education resource that helps businesses see their way out of difficult times and really to upscale finance and treasury professionals who are really helping guide um, the ship with their expertise. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you've almost kind of uh, really captured the next area that I was hoping to to touch on, which is, is the pandemic. I mean, uh, certainly we have lived through this crazy moment. And I would say that it's still very much impacting us in every area of business. Uh, you know, uh, from the U.S. construct, if you look at uh, all the boats off of Long Beach, uh, we know that that's impacting trade, and uh, certainly, certain markets are still badly, badly impacted. Um, and and I can imagine that it impacts this uh, financial planning efforts. So, you know, really knowing, <laughs> really knowing how to plan for your company is is a real trick. Um, What's a good example of some of the like a key challenge that these that your members have faced during this the pandemic with uh, the work that they do? You know, I think it's I th- I think that um, a lot of companies were in survival mode, and mm. it really um, it 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 opened up transparent. It was more transparent in terms of do you have the right people? Do you have the right skills on staff? Because it was it was it was such a dire situation and. Mm-hmm. Before the pandemic, training was was kind of on the wish list. It was a kind of a nice to have, but you realize when you're in so much uncertainty and sun in, in such unprecedented times that 
that if you didn't have the right people and the right skills on your team, it was, it, you know, it was, it, it was a, a very, you know, you were in a very challenged position. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think AFP has done a great job at that, at this. And you just had to, you had to make adjustments to your strategies and tactics. And, you know, you have to constantly be on your toes and, and making sure that you're, as, as many organizations had to do was, you know, pivot, you know, the days of what we knew as stability have become a luxury, like we can't afford. And some people will thrive in this new paradigm, but un- unfortunately others will not. So, you know, being a nimble and creative organization that has, um, and AFP has done a great job at the, at this and really addressing the stresses brought on by the pandemic. Um, yeah, and and now I, I can imagine that if the AFP works like many other major trade associations, Traditionally, you would probably have meetings in person, I would imagine. And uh, living in this world where we're all working virtually, how has that impacted um, how you guys operate the association? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of like a lot of companies that were doing, you know, whether it was face-to-face meetings or face-to-face conferences, it was education is still important and making sure that um, you have access to resources and you just have to you just have to shift and you have to adjust to to the current environment um and we made we have an annual conference that we do every year and this year we were able to bring it back to um in person which we were oh great so um you know it's just about being um adjusting and pivoting but you know you talked a little bit about technology and i think technology has opened the floodgates of data and right. the need to not only analyze, but understand, interpret, and apply it. So this is, you know, what this means for organizations is specialized skills, as I mentioned earlier. And this is where AFP kind of comes in. Um, you know, a, a consequence of the age of data is that more resources are shifting to data analysis. Automation will eventually handle more traditional, you know, accounting functions. So this is mm-hmm. why FDNA. Um, you know, financial planning and analysis is really driving uh, the future of corporate finance. And why we developed um, our FP&A C certification um, in 2014. So uh, both our certifications, the CTP, which is a certified treasury professional, and the FP&A C, which is the um, uh, certified corporate financial planning and analysis professional are ways that individuals can upscale and provide more value to the organizations. Yeah. Now, I mean, I was going to ask a little bit more about, uh, you know, one of the things I know that you focused a lot on and certainly the certification that you've just taken us through is a great example of it is efforts to upskill. And I completed a, a PhD in 2020 in um, machine learning. And one of the areas that was shocking to me was, was how little planning was happening to upskill workforces to, to a world where machine learning would be a part of business. And so it's great to, to hear that you're adding these certifications. What other areas does upskilling take place for you guys and how else is it impacting what you're, you guys are working on at the association? What's it's mainly, it's mainly our certifications. And, you know, one project I'm working on is building partnerships across APAC with um, training companies Mm. in an effort to help those that want access to exam review courses for AFP certification. 
you know, it's, it's really exciting um, to bring both of our certifications to the APAC region because it really does differentiate corporate finance and treasury uh, practitioners from their peers. Um, there's a real hunger out there for this. And, you know, in this new age of data, we are able to offer certifications and training that, that align with where the world is right now and where it will be in the future. Yeah, uh, well, um, let's kind of uh, use that future focus to jump on to the next question that I really want to ask you about, which is, I know that we're in the thick of this pandemic still, clearly, but um, you know, as things start to clear up and shape, I read a, a very optimistic article in The Economist today telling me that uh, 2022 might uh, return to no us to normal a little bit more, which was uh, made me smile a little bit. But how do you see next year um, taking shape for you guys? Um, let me talk, I'll talk specifically next year and then talk, you know, mainly like just more about the future. And, and I think it's hard and I'm going to take it outside of AFP's kind of scope, but I think it's hard to, to talk about hope for the future and not think about, um, you know, the economic, political, environmental, mm -hmm. social challenges, you know, we're, we're facing. And I'm a wife, a mother of two young children, um, and I want my daughters to inherit a better world. So we all have a lot of work to do um, and kind of a big hole to dig out, out of. Yeah. You know, yeah. we face big problems and we all really, it's like an all hands on deck, you know, situation to solve them. But my hope for the future is more equity. I think more inclusiveness um, in the marketplace of ideas. I think mm -hmm. we need more diverse voices from every sector of society, no matter their ethnicity, country of origin, religion, gender, uh, age, to solve these problems. Um, so I'm hopeful, though, for the first time in history that this may happen. If no other reason, then we simply have no choice but to come together. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. my aspirational hope, you know, as a wife, mother, and kind of citizen of this planet. But with respect to AFP um, in Asia, my hope is no less um, aspirational. So, you know, we, you know, we talked a little bit about data, you were talking about machine learning, you know, that is really about the fourth industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in itself is an aspirational goal. Um, and it's about creating less dependence on the old ways that have caused the problems that we're in really. And to make the most of like innovation and technology um, to create better businesses, uh, better societies and better economies. Um, so a critical component to the rise of the fourth industrial revolution will really be focused on digital readiness. Um, you know, there is an increased pressure on CFOs and, and corporate finance leaders to address this. And this is where FP&A, you know, which we have talked about a lot, that it can really help. Um, and I say that because digital finance skills are the mm -hmm. most relevant in corporate finance right now and, and for the future. So my hope um, is for FP&A to grow um, specifically here in, in Asia Pacific, um, you know, for practitioners to earn uh, their FP&A C certification. Um, I hope to see more organizations leverage these skills for their own good um, because the decisions that come from the ability to understand data, really, I mean, it has unlimited potential for more mm -hmm. um, 
efficient and, you know, kind of sustainable outcomes. Yeah, I mean, I want to just kind of ask one more follow-up question, which is really about that sustainability piece. Um, you know, you have all of these uh, benchmarks which look at uh, governance, uh, sustainability, you know, the ESG, uh, you know, goals, financial goals um, that companies try to structure. Are you seeing companies really take that stuff into account now in their planning efforts? We are. Um, I know, especially in Asia Pacific, um, a lot of governments are really, you know, focused on that and encouraging corporations, incentivizing corporations to do so. Because again, at the end of the day, um, we all live on this planet and, you know, not just, you know, not just environmental, but everything like it, you know, from supply chain to how companies operate, I think it's such an important focus that um, that we're seeing a, a lot of that investment and resources going towards sustainability. Absolutely. Well, Hamashi, thank you so much for joining us on Uncaged today. Uh, we've been speaking with Hamashi Soriano. She is the managing director in APAC for the Association for Financial Professionals. Uh, we've been speaking to her about all of the efforts that they're making to really deliver stronger certification, stronger training, stronger upskilling for the financial community in Asia, and really prepare businesses for the present and the present challenges that we're facing and, and the future, which will definitely incorporate lovely things like machine learning and sustainability. Yeah. Uh, Hamashi, if someone wanted to reach you, where should they find you? So I'm very active on LinkedIn, Hamashi Soriano. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and um, in AFPonline.org is our um, is our website. So please visit uh, our website and learn more and see how we can you know, help you in your in your career. Great. Well, Hamashi, thank you so much for being on Uncaged. We look forward to talking to you again. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers.